Hey, Mom, how are you? I am good, son, and how are you this week? Doing well, no complaints. It has been uh, another busy week. I'm glad we have something to actually talk about again. Uh, this time, <laughs> Republican convention. And I know that we were talking about, uh, last week we talked about, we were talking about the, the you were going to do some research on the VPs. Um, yep. And then we can kind of talk about that too. But let's start with the Republican convention. Um, when we were chatting last week, my personal prediction was it was just going to be doom and gloom if you elect Biden and, you know, there wasn't going to be anything as far as like what we're going to do. It was just going to be like, don't go after, don't do that dude, because he's going to, you know, ruin everything for you. Right. I think that mostly came true. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a platform. There wasn't, um, there wasn't anything of saying, Hey, elect us so we can get this done. There was none of that. So much. There so. was, there was a lot of, uh, we did this, we did this, we did this. Hmm. What did, yeah. Well, what did they do? You look, so a big, a weird thing, which I, I just don't get. And, and I'm, I'm, I, I was looking, I always like these little political cartoons that are out there on the internet. And I mm-hmm. saw one that was just spot on. And it was a, a, a cartoon of president Trump leading a parade of, of uh, elephants, right. As Republicans, but they were mm-hmm. holding a sign that said Trumplicans. And I was like, yes, like that hundred <laughs> percent. Yes. So, mm-hmm. So you were talking about like, oh, they, you know, they talk about what they got done. But then you look at what they were saying, which was like, you know, hey, there's going to be riots in the streets and you're going to have all these problems in the suburbs and people are going to start shooting each other. And I'm like, this is what is the current thing. Right. They're literally saying you need to elect us so that you don't get the stuff that we've already brought you. It, it was just mind boggling, which I know that message. Did, they didn't. Trumplicans didn't think that. They went, yeah, exactly. Biden's going to make, you know, and I was like, this is where we are, you know, like it just, it, mm-hmm. it, it didn't make sense to me. Was there anything in there that you went back when they were saying, here's all the stuff we got done. You were like, right on. I'm glad you got that done. Um, I think the veterans had a pay so raise. Get, get, get details. Yeah. So what, what specifically? So uh, veterans the veterans, pay raise. Yep. they had a 3%, 3.1, I think, or three, three point something percent increase in pay which they had not had in 10 years and they certainly will deserve it. Yep. Um, our veterans are being better taken care of. And yep. I do think that is very important. And, uh, you know, some of the stuff that they claimed really wasn't when I did a lot of fact checking, it wasn't, it was false information. Ooh, now you're making me go back on these things. I'm going to have to start well, taking big time notes. Seriously, that's the whole point, right? Because you, you're yeah. literally here's, – here's what I like about what you said, which was fact-checking. Right. Once you just had this healthy, like, is this right thing or exactly. is this just marketing? Um, but I'm curious, like, what did – And you're right. Uh, you know, it? a lot was... of it was pretty much like marketing, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part. You know, the, the wall, for instance – Okay, so what was the you know, what was the um, what was the pitch, and then what was the reality of that? Well, of course, he built the wall, and uh, he did three hundred miles, and the rest is going to be done by the end of the year or something. Okay, and of course, uh, the bottom line is he, he may have built the wall, but supposedly Mexico was going to pay for it. Well, of course, that did not happen. The American tax dollars paid for it. Right, we paid for it. You're welcome. Right, and, and, and um, I t- the bottom line is. On a lot of the wall, uh, it's mostly been just repairs. You know, they've to, re, re- to the existing infrastructure, right. right? To the existing wall, right? Right. 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 So, um, 
I found that to be interesting. And of course, it's also interesting with the wall that that, that 25 million that was raised and with Steve Bannon. And of mm. course, all that's turned out to be somewhat fraudulent. Steve Bannon. Exactly right. Yep. Yeah. He, he ended up just stealing money mm-hmm. <laughs> from the very, these tr- Trumplicans. Like, you know, it, it, but when you get so extreme as to not think anymore for yourself and to be afraid to question, which is mm-hmm. what happens. And again, this is extremes on both sides, right? Mm-hmm. The, the progressive Democrats get the exact same, which is why you got the woke crowd out there shouting at people every time how they got to live their lives instead of just, you know, living their life. And then you've got the Trumplican, which is just not thinking at all. They are repeating mm-hmm. everything as it's a mantra. And not questioning it, which is right. a shame because we need more people yeah. to question stuff. We need more people doing what you're doing, which is like, uh, maybe that's right. Let's go find out. And then you find out later, to your point, you know, the wall was mostly rebuilding the existing stuff. There is no new part of the wall. That's not true. There's five right. miles that have been added. Right. Five, exactly. five miles of the wall. Right. The rest of it was, you know, upgrades to the wall. And the big deal is we paid for it. So I thought that was just kind of, that was interesting. Absolutely. Exactly. exactly. Was there anything else the other that, thing, that, yeah, go ahead. The other thing that he was talking about was, um, of course, he, he, he talked about um, the economy. You know, that's his big boost. Yep. And I did find that, yes, indeed, to be perfectly honest, the U.S. economy has grown faster than other presidents. Yep. And so have the jobs. So you got a question. Okay, well, you know, people are saying, no, 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 he has not done anything with the economy. Well, yeah, he really has, surprisingly. Right. Um, so I thought that was kind of interesting. And, of course, the big thing of, is of what we are all dealing with today, which is the coronavirus. Right. And, of course, the coronavirus, yes, that was not handled very well. Not at all. So, so the coronavirus was a miss for you where they were like, oh, we did such a great job with the coronavirus. And there were aspects because right. I, cause I, do, I do think there is absolute bias in the media, as we all know. And right. there were aspects of but, – but part of it is not the media's fault. So here, here's – and this is my point on the coronavirus thing. They did a good job mm-hmm. with you know, where he – which I, I don't know that he really did this because he thought it was a coronavirus thing. I think he did it because it was – you know for other reasons, but when he shut down the China tra- travel ban early on, cool. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it was a happy accident, we should give him credit for it. Did it. That was good. Mm-hmm. What, and they bought time, right? Yes. Which they then wasted. So right. that's what I mean by he didn't actually have a plan. He was just accidentally right. <laughs> like, that's what that was. It was accidental. Right, right. right. But it's and fine honestly, to give him credit and say, hey, whatever. You, if it was an accident, you did it. So at least that, that's something. Yeah, um, but, and but when you look at the world, though, with, with how they're all handling the coronavirus, I don't think anybody really knows how to handle it when you get right down to it. Well, I mean, it's the new thing. It's the whole point of it. So, if, yeah. You know, but, but at the same time, better than we are, I think, is the answer. Like, most yeah. people are handling it better than we are. So, there's yeah. that. Um, so, I, don't, I, I, you know, like I said, I, I give him the China ban thing. Again, I think he was accidentally right, though. It wasn't like he had some strategy. He was just, Agreed. you know, knee, knee jerk and then happened to be right. Um, mm-hmm. And then the ventilators, I think they should have got more credit for in the media. Say, yes, you know what? Ventilators are awesome. Let's report some good news. Brief period of time. And the reason it's not necessarily media's fault is because who cares about good news? That doesn't sell papers, right? right. To, to quote the right. old, you know, when people used to buy papers, it doesn't get clicks to use the new, de- you know, new definition of media. So nobody would care if the media was out there talking about how good 
that, you know, the ventilators were out there. Nobody would click on it. So that's why they don't report on it because it's just good right. news. Right. And that's not what gets headlines. So, or at least gets interact, uh, interaction. Um, so now the, uh, the economy thing is interesting to me. So what was the economy when you said that Trump's economy, like was, what was the thing that you liked about the economy you thought was right? Well, he's, he, you know, of course he talks, he, it says he, well, it says that he falsely claims that he built the greatest and strongest economy in the world, which is true. The, the U.S. economy has grown faster under other presidents as well, and so have jobs. But okay, so um, he now had, he so, – Because what you said earlier was the economy – Right, grew. Him ...than any other president, but that's not actually what the truth no, is. No, that's right. That's right. Um, so the truth is he did not grow the economy faster than any other president. There are other no, presidents who have that's what he was trying better. to say, but he did not – grow it but it has grown sure but yes it has grown right but it was not something where he's he's the only president in the whole country and ever. right exactly he's yeah. he's he's not special other people have done right. that too right so, and it's good that the but economy if, is something that's the only thing he's got right exactly right and whether that'll still stand is going to be questionable the uh yeah you know, the other thing is how he did that which i i know is not sexy you know, with the tax, uh, how, how you grew the economy is, yeah. is important. And then you, when you look at, um, you know, business, why don't you expand business, on that? So when, when you like they, I think people think the economy is their 401k. That's, that's the only thing they sort of measure. They don't look yes. at wage growth. They don't look at, you know, uh, inequality and, in, in, you know, how people are being paid. They don't look at, uh, how household income, Right. Right. I think I think a lot of those little because they're just the minutia of the detail, right? So all they see is the economy. They look at the four hundred one k and go four hundred one k up. Economy must be good, but that's just mm-hmm. the stock market, which is wildly divorced from the right. from the real economy, influenced by the real economy. But the stock market is just a bunch of people's opinions as to what's happening six to nine months out. Like that's kind of what it is, right? It's just you know, right. tens of thousands of millions of people getting together and, and figuring this thing out. And that that produces a number and that you know four hundred one k whatever. So. When they, when they do the, the tax cuts and they lowered the corporate gains tax and corporations started buying back their shares, they, that gooses that number. That artificially inflates that number because it's not that the companies produce more value to get to be more valuable. It's a false value. It's a, it's a, it's a mirage, right? So this mm-hmm. is where you see you know, these, these uh, companies like Tesla where – you know, last year, and I think it really was last year, where that was crazy town to think that was going to be a $400 stock. And then it was mm-hmm. all of a sudden, now it's almost $2,000. You know, it's insane. And it's because, yeah. and it's not like Tesla's producing any more value. It's that people are hoping that it will, right? right. And so, which is because it's purely an emotional play. And companies like that go way up and they also come way back down when the bubble pops, right? When somebody goes, oh crap, like that, I wasn't right. And then, then there's a race to the door. And that's exactly what can happen with a market like this when you keep goosing stuff by, by not encouraging companies to produce value, but to manipulate their numbers, how they do accounting. And exactly. then that produces, quote unquote, these 401k results, which is awesome for people that are in the 401ks until it's not. Because that's how you get the Enrons, the Arthur Andersons, and everybody else that crashes and burns overnight. Exactly. So, um, and this, this is the challenge. It's, it, you have to look at how you're getting there. I would, 100 times out of 100, I would select an economy that grows slower but stable versus fast and furious without any sort of infrastructure. 
because economies can grow too fast, they get too heavy, and they come crashing down. And then, and that's what I think is going to happen. Absolutely, it's entirely possible. There, there is a there is a really good uh, Business Insider um, uh, quote. Oh, sorry, Business Insider uh, post that I thought was awesome. I'm actually going to put it in our show notes as well so that people can take a look at it, but it goes through and it, and it relates directly to this economy conversation. Um, so there is a, um, a charts, they did nine charts of the economy to basically show like, okay, here's all these different charts from presidents. And it was from Bush, uh, George Bush, uh, the second, the W Bush W oh. so from W Barack Obama and then, and then Donald Trump to sort of show like, here's, you know, red for the Republican stuff. And here's what happened with Barack Obama and what they did. And you see GDP growth and kind of what it's been doing. And you see the trends, which is interesting. Unemployment, what it's been doing. And what, what's really interesting is when you look at the Obama presidency, you see these massive trends of impact that have come through for most things. I will give Trump's, uh, Trump's a little credit on average wage growth because mm-hmm. his has gone up. But Obama's was also pulling that up. Like, so, so there is, there is uh, especially with his first four years, there is something you cannot ignore the fact that he inherited something that was already going along quite nicely. Yeah. Or some of mm-hmm. these things. Now, again, that said that, you know, all the presidents do that. Right. So, so, but to see what happened in the turnaround from George W. Bush, who really, this is not just the 2008, 2009, though he was the tail end of that, but they went back to 2001 with some of these charts. And you look at like, you know, real median household income starts skyrocketing over, you know, from Obama's presidency it starts going, he, he reverses what was happening during the, the Bush presidency. And then surpassed by the time he's done, he's, it's higher than Bush ever was. Way mm-hmm. before, you know, 2001, way before, you know, housing crisis stuff. And then Trump is just sort of riding that wave at the, at the current period of time. But real world, like today in real numbers, that stuff has started to stagnate, right? People are not making more, you know, there's a little tiny bump, finally, a little tiny bump to people. But for the most part, that hasn't happened. For the most part, there's massive inequality in, in terms of where the money's going. Mm-hmm. That's again, that's dangerous. This is where you start to have different classes of like, there's the ultra rich and then there's the ultra poor and the middle class is getting squeezed out of the middle. Right. You like, know, it's interesting. I should send you a link that was sent to me this week and it shows over the years what is happening with the ultra rich and how the ultra poor are becoming, I mean, pretty much poorer and poorer and poorer and, and middle class is yeah. totally being squeezed out. Yeah. hundred <clears> percent. And you know, you know what, that, that, that is never your, your history buff. When has that ever worked out well for the ultra rich, that pattern? Oh, when has that yeah. ever worked out? Well, never, Mm-mm. never, Mm-mm. you know, and, and, to, and, to, and, to, and to make their point, like, I think this was yesterday or two days ago, there were a bunch of protesters in front of Jeff Bezos house. And I have nothing against Bezos. Like dude built a great company. Clearly he's providing a ton of value. His company's growing. He should be rewarded to mm-hmm. a point. I think to a point, I don't think mm-hmm. you have $200 billion to your name. You know, at a certain point, it's like, it doesn't even matter anymore. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Like he can, he can be taxed heavily, but they built a, gu- a guillotine in front of his house. Little, you know, not a real. Oh one. my gosh. But they were basically saying they're hearkening back to the French revolution. Which Absolutely. Is exactly what happened. The whole, let them, let eat them eat cake. Thing. Right. Yeah. And, 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 oh, and, yeah. And again, I, I don't, I don't know uh, his particular politics, but I would imagine though there is that, obviously you don't want to be like, you know, there is the libertarian people who are like, hey, mine's mine and, and I don't need to support you or whatever. But that, that again, that does not work at scale. Libertarianism is, doesn't work at scale. But that concept of like you need to give as you make more at a certain point, 
You need to give back more to help others come up because that makes the entire society stronger. Sure, it just, like, it And just that's helps. not something new. That's something we did a hundred years ago in our yes. tax structure, right? Mm-hmm. That's where the robber barons were around and they do it. The income tax at a certain point was like 90%. But mm-hmm. let's face it. If I have $200 billion and I get another billion more and you take 900 million of that extra billion, do I care? No, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like there's it literally, I'm not even going to notice it. It's, it's pocket change at that point. So it's okay to tax the ultra rich at a certain point, you know, which is, which is the whole Biden's tax plan. And it's so mm-hmm. the people are like, oh, Biden's going to raise taxes. Blah, blah, blah. Yes, he is. But only you really, I, I looked at it. I looked at it and there's really the only people who have any sort of concern are 400,000 and above when you're making $400,000. Yes. Then you have something to maybe go, I might be paying a little extra. So you might want to prepare for that. Right. right. That's probably not people listening to this episode right now. That's probably right. not most people listening to anything right now, anywhere exactly. like that. Most Americans are not making $400,000. So your taxes are not being go up because of the Democrats. Right? Exactly. That's not going to happen. Like nope. they get it. They're not taxing your, you know, the, the, the income that you're making. They are taxing, going after the people who have the extra and are just not helping out. They, they, the rules were made so they didn't have to. And, you know, there are some that altruistically do it, like the Bill Gateses of the world and the Warren Buffetts of the world, but you can't rely on that. So you, you build a system that says, hey, as this system has rewarded you, so shall you reward the system. What's mm-hmm. wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. No, so, it would um, make total sense, really. Right. hundred percent. OK, so what else what else in the, in the Republican uh, convention did you. Did you did you watch or notice or, you know, pros or cons? Uh, you know, I watched a lot of. Um... The people speak. There was one gentleman, and I don't remember his name, uh, but he has a business in Florida. He came from Cuba. I don't know if you saw this gentleman or not. Um, He came from Cuba when he was 13. was pretty much, it was under, oh, golly. He came here legitimately with a bunch of other children from Cuba. Mm -hmm. And um, he was raised in like a Catholic type foster home Mm -hmm. and basically went on to get his uh, master's degree and built himself a small oil company. Mm -hmm. And basically, I mean, he gave a very moving speech, uh, pro-Trump, very, very moving speech. I mean, tears in his eyes and everything. I mean, he was really amazing in the way that he spoke and, and why he felt this country you know, that how strongly he felt about the freedoms of this country and, and what the, you know, what it's all about to come here, which I thought was very interesting. Mm-hmm. And the reason I thought that was interesting is because he's an immigrant. Yep. Well, Trump was definitely pushing the immigrant thing when he did the naturalization service. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, naturalizing people and making a show out of that. Yeah, especially with the the, the big push on the wall. So. I thought that was kind of, in a lot of ways, contradictory. It is. It's. It is a confusing thing. It's like we're yeah. we're we're not we're pro-immigrant. We just don't want them here. Mm-hmm. It's a weird, weird thing. We want you to come through in the right way, but there actually is no right way that we've developed. So, and that's what we have to fix. Have fun. Right. But totally. No one's, what we have no to one's fix. saying that. So. Um, I, I want to talk about pens too. Um, and, and yes, pens absolutely. Before before we go there. I, I, I'm putting in the show notes 
two. So these are, these are going to be three links. One of this business insider for those that care about the economy and just three different presidencies. Cause it is kind of fascinating to sort of see trends there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are some things where like Trump clearly shows like he's doing something. So it's, it, you know, or at least to a certain point, that's good. I just think it's slowing down now because it, it, when you do that big giant tax cut, it, it just artificially f- pushes a bunch of gas on the fire, but then that blows out, right? You have to have real right. wood to keep a fire going and there's no real wood right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, but the other two links I'm put in there are the Republican platform and the Democrat platform so that we don't, we, because this is where they, both parties spell out what they're going to do for their country. So the, what the plan is. So the Democrats, Republicans, so the Democrats is, is 92 pages. Uh, the Republicans is 67 pages and it goes into detail. The Democrat one goes into details who they're talking, how they're going to raise taxes, what this is going to be, how they're going to do school, how they're going to handle COVID, how they're going to do everything. So everybody's got a question about what the Democrats are going to do. Go to this document and look it up for yourself and stop yeah. somebody else telling you what somebody else told them, what somebody else told them. Go right. and look at it and see what they actually said. And then when you get that, because even that, I mean, you can't get, you can't run a country with a hundred page document, right? But you can at least take that and say, okay, then, then maybe go Google very quickly something to say, okay, what are they doing around this? And they'll give you more detail. So mm-hmm. Democrats have that. And, and they did it for 2020 in the world that we now are, right? So they mentioned things like COVID and everything else. Any idea what the Republican Party platform is? Oh, I haven't seen anything other than they, they just want to keep it American great. Okay, so here's, so here's, keep on is, moving with the same of what they've got is what I've it. got. Of, of those 67 pages, any guess how many of them are different from 2016? You know, I didn't even see that in I, uh, any I will, of the... I will tell you. Yeah. One, one page is different from really? 2016. So here's, okay. how, here's how it goes. And I, and I want to read it. I want to read it because it's not very long. Uh, okay. and, and I'll read some highlights of it. Um, there are the first page is the only thing that references the year 2020. The rest of it, including the exact page right after this page, has a big, gigantic Republican platform 2016. Republican platform 2016. So here's what they did. So they basically said, the first paragraph says, whereas the RNC, we scaled back the Republican convention in Charlotte due to coronavirus, right? It's pretty much the only time they could mention that because 2016, there was no coronavirus. That's not Mm -hmm. at all. Next paragraph says RNC and SB voted to forego the convention. Um, and, 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 and this, you know, you'll start to see a pattern here. So we, we go for the convention because they wanted small contingent delegates, you know, blah, blah, blah. Next thing, um, the all, so par- that's paragraph three. Now all platforms are snapshots of historical context, which they're born uh, parties abide by their policy priorities rather than political rhetoric. Okay. It's kind of a, you know, boring one there. Here's where it starts to turn. So we're only four paragraphs in. The RNC, had the platform committee been able to convene in 2020, would have undoubtedly unanimously agreed to reassert the party's strong support for President Donald Trump and his administration. Okay, not a big deal. Next paragraph. The media has outrageously misrepresented the the implications of the RNC not adopting a new platform in 2020. So they're basically saying we're not doing anything different than what we did in 2016, even though the world is dramatically, dramatically different. Are you kidding me? These are really this this is is what I mean by Trumplicans now. They're not Republicans anymore. And they continue in, in engaging misleading advocacy of the failed policies of guess who? Obama, Biden. We're still talking about that. I'm like, okay, enough blaming dad for your problems it's your life right rather than providing the public with unbiased reporting effects okay whatever 
Then there's this next paragraph. The RNC enthusiastically supports President Trump and continues to reject so the policies of guess who? Obama-Biden administration. Okay. <laughs> then resolve the Republican Party has not continued to enthusiastically support the president's America first agenda. Next paragraph. And this is where you start to see this pattern of we support Trump. We support Trump. What's, what's our plan to support Trump? Whatever he wants to do, we're good with. The next paragraph. The Republican National Convention will adjourn without adopting a new with, will adjourn without adopting a new platform until the 2024 Republican National Convention. So they're basically again saying we're not doing anything different than 2016. Mm-hmm. That the Republican National Convention calls on the media to engage in accurate and unbiased reporting, especially as it relates to the here it comes again strong support of the RNC for the President Trump and his administration. That any, and this is the final paragraph, that any motion to amend the 2016 platform, so any, any motion, which means any, any attempt to change the 2016 platform or to adopt a new platform, including any, any motion, any attempt to suspend procedures will be ruled out of order. So they're basically mm-hmm. saying, and nobody can change anything. We're doing 2016 again, guys. This is it. We're, we're, mm-hmm. we're just going to roll with 2016. And then it goes into, it just, that, literally that page was added to the, to the very real 2016 page. And the next page is a big title page. It says Republican platform 2016. We are, we are in 2020. We are in a massively different world than we were in 2016. Like in, in, mm-hmm. in, in thousands of ways, we are in a different world. We, we have trade wars with China. We've got COVID going on. We've got this weird economy that's happening now because of, because of COVID, because of what the Fed's doing, because of you know, just the way that it, how the market has radically changed and digital is becoming a, so massive. Most of us are working from home. A lot of people are working from home. There's, there's unemployment attempt. Like, and, and the Republicans' plan is 2016. Again, Nothing's going to change, right. You, you know, and, this, and this brings me to the, the, the shock and awe that I feel for the Republican Party, which is why I cannot call them Republicans anymore. They are that, that cartoon when I saw Trumplicans. I'm like, that's the word, Trumplicans. They, there's just nothing going on about how we're going to fix health care, how we're going to do this. It's just, hey, four years ago, what we said worked, we're going to do it again. So they, mm-hmm. either, they either threw in the towel, right, because their Republican platform at this point quite literally is whatever Trump says goes. Mm-hmm. That's the Republican platform. That's what they put in writing. It's shocking to me. And that's why that Trumplican thing just stuck where I'm like, man, they're not Republicans at all. There is no, there is no Republican party like we thought there was. It is not the GOP. There's no grand old party, which is why so many Republicans are crossing lines to vote for Biden. Real Republicans are crossing mm-hmm. lines to vote for Biden. They kick this, whatever brought this about. This is the leadership of the Republican party. They had all this time to plan and they came up with a few paragraphs that were like, hey, man, whatever Trump wants, we're good with. It's I don't get it, and I don't get anybody who votes for it unless they're Trumplican. Trumplicans I get because they're not thinking, they, and they refuse to question it. But this is what they're voting for, and it's so blatantly obvious. It doesn't take any Googling at all. It's the first result when you Google Republican platform, and the Democrats platform is the first result you Google when you do Democrat platform. One has a thought-out plan, and it may not be the best plan, but it's thought-out plan of what's going on for the world of 2020 that we now live in. And the other one is we're going to do the same thing we did four years ago, which, again, wasn't a plan back then either. It was just we're going to stop Obama. And so now it's that because they, they don't have any ideas because they're just Trumplicans, and they're not thinking about anything. They don't have to solve problems. They just have to not be the other guy. And that's what mostly the Republican convention was. To the point, and this is what brings us to Pence, did you see how Pence added 
uh, what, what he finished his, his talk, what it, the new slogan is going to be, I guess, that they're trying out? No, I did not. I didn't watch the entire thing. Make America Great Again. Oh, again. yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that. Make America that. Great Again Again. Can you, I mean, wow. Mm-hmm. Right after mm-hmm. you basically tell the entire country, hey, everything that Biden's going to do to you, which technically is happening right now, today, there are cities on fire. There are people doing protests in the street. There are people shooting each other in the streets. Mm-hmm. that's not going to happen with us. I'm like, you're in charge. No, look at it though. <laughs> you're in charge now. How can you say that's not going to happen? Oh, it's because of democracy. It doesn't matter. It's you're in charge. You're right. the one in charge. Fix this. This is the whole point. You know why? Leadership. It's not about like, oh, well, screw that because they're Democrat cities. So we don't care. It's just so frustrating. There's so lack of leadership. And for anybody that's out there thinking, I want four more years of that. It's just, uh, I don't get it. I think, again, real Republicans, they are flipping lines. Like, there are stories every day about Republicans going, we're going with Biden, we're going with Biden, we've got to get this back to normal. And I applaud them for standing up, because that's hard. It is so hard. It takes guts to be in this mass migration of your team, of your party that you've voted for for years and that you're a fan of, and, and, mm-hmm. to, and to feel like you're betraying. But mm-hmm. you're, you're truly, truly not. You invited, voted for Biden. You are sending a message to your leadership. you got to go. They got to yep. go because this is yep. I, this is to levels of I can't imagine if there was a new CEO of a company came in and it was like, oh, what's your plan for the company? It's like, I don't know. Like, I'm just not going to do what the other guy did. You <laughs> That company stock would tank. Right. And that's what's happening with America's stock around the world. It's been tanking for years because of this. And then then they, to do this, to have a chance to do over, to have a chance to actually say, here's what we stand for, and to drop the ball like this and just not even care about it. They didn't care about this. This was somebody's homework the night before the convention they threw up. It was amazing. All right. It, it's going to be very scary because, you know, one thing I've, uh, in my adventures this week, you know, I'm meeting people who are, which actually kind of shocks me, totally believe that COVID is nothing more than a big old media hoax. Oh, my God. I know. These, these are the same people that were in that audience with Trump. Where his I talk know. was 70 minutes, where it was just a bunch of unmasked FUs. Like, that's all it was. I like, could F not you. believe that. We don't need to that. do masks. Talk about leading by example. I mean, this, and, there's, you know, there's going to be a watched... whole new massless thing that's going to happen now because of that. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, of course, one of the things that I talked about this week was, you know, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that he had all those people there. And a lot of them were older and they were there was no social distancing. There were no masks. I couldn't believe that. And that person just said, well, that's because nothing's going to happen to them. I said, wait a minute. Just a couple months ago, uh, which one one was it? Herman Cain. Herman Cain died. He died. Yep. Because he got exposed. Yep. You know, I'm sorry, but, you know, how stupid is that? You already already show that somebody died because of this. We're not going to take responsibility for that either? No. That's, that's the issue. It's not our fault. It's always the other guy's fault. There's never – responsibility is not with Republican no, – Trumplicans. I got to stop because I want to make there – there's a difference. I believe in the Republican Party. I believe in the Democrat Party. I believe in both, and I think mm-hmm. both are this, this yin, yin and yang, right? There's the, the opposites that need to you know, pull back and forth on each other, and, and the creation that, that happens in the middle of that is mm-hmm. America, and that's where we're, we are absolutely our best when that is here. We are so far out of whack. That it's it's the Trumplicans now who are just absolutely not negotiating at all, and you got this this weird. I'll come up with a better name later, but this weird progressive radical Democrats, right, that are also doing the same thing on their end, and and there's the rest of us in the middle that just seem to be left out, 
right? Which I just don't get. Like there's this huge middle nation of people that just have to try to figure it out. But, and this is where you get to your famous quote that I hate the whole lesser of two evils thing that people walk down their paths on because they're not like, oh, I'll vote for Democrat this time because I kind of like what they're going and the Republican. And maybe I'll do half a ticket Democrat, half a ticket Republican because I know the issues. Nobody knows this stuff. Like no one's looking, no one's questioning, you know? Already, to your point, four people have tested positive from the GOP convention already. Mm-hmm. That's days later. This thing just ended a couple of days ago, and there are already yeah. four people tested positive. There will be more, and you're right. And and I've you know I like I feel bad for these people because I'm just like <laughs> like they just the Trumplican rhetoric is in their head, and they just will not question. And it's dangerous because they are they are paying attention to this person who does not have well, their best interest at heart. You know, and, and you look know at that. all this stuff, and it almost is so scary because it's almost cult like. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, it, I think really it's very, is. Well, you mentioned you mentioned the word devout before. Like mm-hmm. it was a couple of yes. years ago, you talk about Trump voters. You're like they're very devout. Trumplicans are devout. They yeah, are they are devout. They will not go against their their leader. They will. Mm-mm. It doesn't matter. Like Trump famously said, he could shoot somebody in, in the middle of Fifth Avenue. Nobody would care. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. They would be justifying it the next day. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. They'd be like, "Well, it's a Democrat city, and you know those riots and protests. He had no choice but to kill that guy. You know, that looked at him wrong. You know, they, they would. It would be a justification, and it would." It, it would in the saddest part about all of that is pile that if that happened which of course it never would let's say but even if it did if you pile that on all the other crap it is just another thing from this fire hose that's coming out of the white house so people go ah, of course like the, yeah this is what mm-hmm. Trump is. and there and there's this apathetic what can we do about that whereas that would have taken down a presidency before because Trump has created, which is, is the brilliance in his inaneness of running this country, he's done so much stuff that you can't keep up. Mm-hmm. You just give up on this avalanche of crap that's coming your way, you know. And that's why I, you know, I am doing my best to look at this as this energizing focus of I will be voting. I will be getting, I will be talking to other people to vote, good or bad. Like, if, you know, in my opinion, good or bad. If they vote Biden or Trump, whatever. But, you know, get out there and participate and get energized. And mm-hmm. obviously, specifically, I want people going for Biden because I think that's just going to – between the two, Biden will move things forward more. The Biden, Team Biden versus Team Trump. Team right. Biden moves things more. And I think right. personally, Team Democrat at this point, which is why so many Republicans are voting Democrat, which is good. That's a, tr- a trend I see every day more and more and more. And I think that will continue because p- people are starting to see, like, especially when other people – other Republicans – or maybe they were Trumplicans, but then they see their Republican cal- you know, colleagues cross over and they go, oh, it's, maybe it's okay now. Maybe I can think for myself again. Maybe, I'm, maybe there isn't going to be these political consequences. Whatever the thing is that's keeping them in lockstep, maybe they question that and go, oh, maybe it's not a thing I need to keep paying attention to. And then they leave. And, then, and it starts a little bit of a trend to where his base is, is whittling down. And at that point, his base is not strong enough to put him in office again. Because it's not big enough to do that. He has to get right. a suburban housewife. He has to get, you know, the middle nation. He's got to get my crowd, right? Like that's what he's, he has to get that. But he definitely did not appeal to that crowd. Other than gloom and doom, like literally they said MS-13 is going to be your next door neighbor. Like, I'm like, Joe Biden's going to invite MS- MS-13 to live next door. I'm like, oh, <laughs> people, seriously, like this is just, talk to me about how you're going to, you know, make it so that I have healthcare in 20 years. That's what I want to know about. Take, yep. Talk about how you're going to solve COVID, right? And fix that and, and put testing in place. And all I see right now is CDC is being told, you know, being meddled with 
that they, yes. and they're changing their rules because of top down, because it's like, I don't like the numbers. So stop asking about, you know, so we're not going to measure for that number anymore. I'm like, yeah, oh, it's, I don't know. I can't. I, it, it's you know the thing is. It, all I can too, do is vote. It, That's all I can do. I can I can do yeah. this talk with you every week. That's my little part of helping out as much as possible um, for our now thirteen to fourteen listeners. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. But also to vote and take action and hopefully the 14 people that we're talking to will take action in some way shape or form good again for trump or not just get active. well and let's let's look on the positive side here because you don't know who those 14 people are talking to also right exactly right you don't so know we can hope for that right so please take what we can and again only thing i would if, if you're if you're a trumplican right if you're if you call yourself republican question if you're really just a trumplican because again look up republicans voting for trump and and watch some people such as yourself who had voted for 2016, right, Trump in 2016, that are not doing it again. Because if you vote for him again, you know, first time, I'll give it. Because like I said, I, I was kind of curious too. It could have gone well. could have gone amazing, I think. He, the guy had a, he had an opportunity. But can't do it twice. Okay. Mm-mm. Let's talk about Pence. Because you did the research. And this is where, where you get to talk. And show kind of, you know, research between it was it was uh, Pence versus Harris is kind of what you were looking at. Yeah. Um, so what did you, know, what did, Pence, you, what did you find? Well, one of the things that I, I wasn't too thrilled with, I didn't I do feel that. Uh, Kamala Harris, her. Um, she speaks very eloquently. She's a very good speaker. Um. I didn't feel that Pence was quite as good. I also felt that an awful lot of what Pence was saying, especially when I was watching him with the, with the convention, um, it, it, it wasn't true. A lot of the things that he stated were not true, especially when I fact found them. So I thought that was kind of interesting. So, so um, like what do you have any, like, cause it would be good to know specifics when you say that. Cause otherwise it just sounds like, you're yeah. out in the party line, like, oh, he's, he's just saying falsehoods. And like, what falsehoods? Well, I'm not even sure. Well, that just sort of blows the case, right? You have to have like, what falsehoods? What, what things were not right? Yeah, fact checking. Um, when, you're, when you're fact checking, one of the things is, and I don't want to bring it up on the video. Uh, here's, here's one. He, he talks about uh, Biden's record mm-hmm. at one point that um, he claims that Joe Biden supports taxpayer funding of abortion right up to the moment of birth. Well, of course, that's not true. Biden does not support that. Um, uh, There was, let me see what else there was here. Um, They're also saying Biden uh, supports defunding the police, which he doesn't. Exactly. That was the next thing. And, And no, he does not you know, support that. The other thing they kept saying is that, you know, of course there's going to be a lot more rioters and all that sort of stuff. And I'm like, uh, no, because Biden has repeatedly been against violent protesting. Yep. And, um, you know, both parties are against that violent protesting. Yep. So uh, of course the claim on the, um, Osama bin Laden raid. What was that? That Biden was the only one in the room who wanted them to hold back. But, you know, did you ask why he wanted to hold back? So tell me, I don't know that, you know, I assume the claim is he wanted, you know, 
like the whole conspiracy would be like he wanted to keep Biden alive or something. So what, what was the. Yeah. What, and it wasn't. It was it was Biden had advised President Obama to await further confirmation. He just wanted to be absolutely certain that bin Laden was where he was so that this would go. Right. But he well. was still like, yeah, let's get rid of this dude. Mm hmm. He was totally about getting rid of the dude. It had nothing to do with. But of course, you know, the, the, I, they're twisting say, that. I like, I like that I got you to say dude because it sounded really weird coming from you. <laughs> An old I'm, lady like me. I'm really glad you said it. That, was, that, is, that has made my heart skip a bait. There you go. <laughs> I'm to say dude. Yeah, this dude. <laughs> No, and then, of course, the other thing on immigration, Joe Biden's for open borders and sanctuary cities, free lawyers, health care for immigrants. Well, you know, that, that's not totally true either. Right. He is not supporting open borders. But he does know that we have an immigration issue that needs to be handled and taken care of. That doesn't necessarily mean, you know, um, you know, that we're, he, he, he does want to he does want to crack down on um uh, he does want to do something about the asylum claims. Yep. And, uh, you know, he knows that we have all these things to have to deal with. Right. And, um, and especially on immigration, because we need to recruit for Team America. Oh, my like, gosh, yes. We, there are some incredibly talented people around the world that would be Americans and help us grow our companies and help start new cool companies here and everything else that they are not allowed to do right now, even though they want to. They have to right. start them in their own countries. That is not great because thanks to the internet, right? There is a, it's, you could, you could make your next billion dollars out of garage in India instead of mm -hmm. here. That's mm -hmm. so dangerous. And we, and we shut down all the, all those visas, all the H1 visas. So tech companies can't hire great talent here. Right. They have to right. let them stay overseas. Like, and I'm like, well, talk about not, not feeding your own society. So right. you have to, we have to recruit for Team America. And I think, and then there has to be a way to do that. And that's what Biden's saying. It's like, let's make a better way. Cause I, he agrees. Like you said, the asylum thing is taking well, advantage the asylum of thing, it. You is, know, the, but it's the only way course, in like, that's yeah. why it's the only thing they can do. There's no other real option. So if you right. come up with another option, okay. And, and I think that they could, they could solve that. Did you see the green new deal stuff? Like that's the other thing that they talk about. You know, I did not. So I did he, not. He what did you learn the, about that? He supports the Green New Deal, which of course is, you know, AOC's thing yeah. and Bernie Sanders. And that's coming from the extreme progressive party, right? So it's like, right. and that's not going to happen. It's so freaking it's not, expensive. It's not, oh, yeah. it's an idea. It's a mindset. And I get it because yes, we need to uh, take care of climate change. He's definitely pro-climate change. Right. That's a thing. There's, there's nobody with any, 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 any sense at all that does not agree with climate change at this point finally um even people who didn't agree with climate change now agree with it like they understand it's a thing so they right. cannot ignore it so he of course wants to to solve some of that stuff but he's not and maybe some aspects of the green new deal maybe like yeah it's a good idea like let's use less you know autos okay but that's not radical that's just like hey we don't we, we can use more solar we can use more wind like that's not radical just because it's in the green new deal doesn't mean he's supporting the green new deal and he's going to you know raise your taxes no. blah 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 Right. So, and then um, the uh, I think the aspect of the overall messaging of Joe Biden is signed on to progressives and he's he's going to bring this progressive agenda because progressive is the dirty word. Right. The socialists. You'd be, you know, mm, yes, they're really pushing the socialist thing. And I don't oh, see that with Joe Biden. Not, it's not all that. He's so middle of the road. He really is. I, you know, I really watched him and I um, listened to what he was saying. 
And when you really sit and search it out, you can find that he is totally middle of the road. He is not, you know, as far as some of the, some of the, uh, like Bernie Sanders and oh, yeah. AOC, AOC, because I really right. do feel that they are way to the wrong direction. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I, even he, you could see that he's pushing away from that. I think he is. I think yeah, he is. And he I, definitely I think, is. I think you need to sign on initially because it's, it's, you're talking to your own people and you got to get everybody under one tent. And the, and the Democrat convention was really good, I thought, at saying, here's who we are. And, and again, I don't think conventions are the point for super specific details, but general direction is where you're going. And it mm-hmm, seemed like mm-hmm. their general direction was – Let's grow. Everybody can be involved. We need to rebuild America. We're going to you know, build a bigger team. We're going to get everybody in. We're going to have different opinions, but we're going to move forward. And it was sort of that mentality. And the RNC one was just like lockdown, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, we're not going to – same thing that we sort of predicted was going to happen. Um, but we, we, this whole I do thing was think Pence, and, it, Pence and Harris. So I want to make sure we also come back to, you know, talk about the VPs and together. Yeah. In the comparison. So, like, what, what else did you learn sort of? you know, Pence versus Kamala Harris. I personally felt that in, in doing more of my uh, political checks, Mm -hmm. just to fact check them, um, Pence definitely had a lot more falsehoods than Kamala Harris did. Um, and I thought that was kind of interesting. That spoke to me. Kamala. We're going to say, I know I'm always bad about the names. It's all right. We're going to, we're going to get there. (laughs) and and, and just for all of our listeners she doesn't just mispronounce democrat she also mispronounces republicans so she's an equal opportunity mispronouncer (laughs) so no 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 hate mail about how she's subtly biasing no (laughs) um and and kamala kamala is a a tough name it it truly there was a whole comedy thing i saw where somebody was like saying different words every time when they were talking about her. So it was like, you know, they started off with, you know, Kamala, then it was Camellia, then it was Chameleon, then it was Candlebra. And it was like, and it kept going on and on. It was just because it's a, it's a tougher <laughs> name for people. And so they were kind of making this point about it, uh, which was actually, this is a pro Democrat thing. They were making one with her, not of her. Um, but that, that, yes, Kamala Harris as in calm down. Right. Yeah. See now, that's something I'm going to have to try and remember. <laughs> so we got, we got, so part of this episode is just a, or part of the series to help practice that. Okay. So what'd you learn about Kamala Harris versus Pence between the two? So you say Pence well, more falsehoods. Right. For Pence, there was a lot of falsehoods. And of course I felt like he was just doing nothing but repeating, you know, what the Trump they were going to do in the first place. Yeah. You know, so there was nothing, like you say, there was nothing new. There wasn't a whole lot really spoken about the COVID problem. I do feel like it's being ignored in some ways. Um, or or maybe not ignored is not the right word. Uh, you know, trying to push it under the table mm-hmm. as if it's not there. Mm-hmm. And it's a big thing. Yeah, It's a very big thing. There's still a lot of cities that are breaking out like crazy. Um, and it's, it's a big, big concern. Um, I did like how she talks about the military pay. Um, and she, she's basically saying, you know, how we could, uh, increase our military, which I'm really for, um, to do something about, because she was saying that, that the Democrats, we're, we're one of the things 
Democrats were claiming that Trump was raiding from the military pensions to fund the construction on the wall. And, of course, that's going to be um, a big thing that we do have to be concerned with for the future. Because yep. where's that money going to come from? It's got to come back somehow. You can't right. rob from one account that's, to get yes, – you know? remember, we talked about this last week. That's exactly what Trump does with his companies. He pulls I know. One together, then he bankrupts one, then he's, then he's, and it's just like a rinse and repeat because that's the system. And that's well, and he's going to bankrupt this country. 100 percent if right. we're not careful four more years of this we we cannot afford like no oh. we really can't so we really again, can't the, you know the proud trumplican that's out there you are you are not voting in your best interests so and right republicans need to stand up against the trumplicans and start to realize like you know get this get the leadership back there is there is still time to save things but this is it this is the moment Yeah. So Harris, Harris Pence, anything else? Because it sounds so far you're kind of pro-Harris based on the research. Uh, you know, I really am. Like you now are. Because again, I, and this is, this is – Yeah, I was not – you know, you I was not happy. happy. You were no, not happy with her. I was not. I was not. She was the I, one I, you did not want, and then she's the one no, you got. I didn't. And then you did I research. Really didn't. And you said, well, <laughs> compared to Pence, yeah. I mean, pretty good. You know, and I – okay, you know, I'm – you know – like you had mentioned, you know, hey, people make mistakes. Okay. You know, okay, she's made mistakes. We all make mistakes, and I'll try and look at that. But uh. and it's, if you, and it's if you keep making them. Like I think, I think Pence's falsehoods could be treated as a mistake if he would say, you know what, I misspoke. You know what? And wrong. I think that's the had, thing that spoke to me the that. most. It was his falsehoods were way outweighing what Camilla's were. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of I guess I don't know how the how the right way is to put it. But one of the things is when I look at the two of them. You know, it's almost like one is a puppet on strings, just repeating what he's been told to t- say. So true. Oh, my God. And then so and the other one is like <laughs> cut from those strings and speaking, just speaking more truth. Yeah. And for me, that is a big you know, a big thing. I, I agree. I think, I think if Biden was going off the hook in a, in a dangerous direction and there, and the two of them are in an office, she's pushing back. Right. You know, and it, but if, if Trump was in it, going off in a, in a danger, well, let's say it was, has always consistently still is going in dangerous direction. Pence never, ever questions and just, Trump looking that he is just pushes forward, pushes them in that right. same direction. Like, and again, which is what the entire Republican party just became. They got taken over by the Trumplicans at this point. And they, mm-hmm. I don't know that the, some of them realize it, but they're starting to wake up to be like, Oh my God, like, look what we just did for the entire nation. The, again, just the Republican. If you think you're you, to be, pr- to be proud of the Republican party at this moment, if you're a self-proclaimed Republican, if you're truly proud of what the party has done, you are mm-hmm. a Trumplican, hundred percent. Right. A right. true Republican, true, will look at that and go, wait, we just phoned it in for those next four years? Like, who, how, how does leadership not give a platform? It's on, especially in what's going on today. I could see it if the last four years were like, you know, normal. Like, if they were, you know, maybe, I would, it still wouldn't be smart, but I could see it if there's like everything's going well, but it, we're clearly not. And there's just no plan. And they're like, ah, it's whatever this guy was. Oh my God insane i don't get it yeah. but it, i am glad that at least you've done that research on the vps and 
you've had a chance to, you know, equally kind of look at it and say, okay, yeah, it's not my favorite, but between the two, actually, she's pretty good. And I could see some positives now. Well, and the other thing is, you know, I guess another way of looking at it is, for me, it looks like one side is children and the other side is grown up. Yeah. And I yeah. feel like I'm looking at grown ups when I'm looking at the Democrat right now. Now, I will tell you this. I did have another friend that I met with this week. Yeah. And um, she's a Republican. And guess what? She is not voting for Trump. Who's she voting for? She's voting for Biden. See, I love that. She is true, team honestly, Biden. I mean, true Republican. That's what it's okay to be a Republican. And she, she told true me that Republican. she said, I am a full Republican, yep. but you know what? I cannot do it. Yep. She said between his behavior, I said, well, for me, number one is the behavior. I can't condone it. I, I can't ignore it because to me, you know, you can do the greatest things in the country, but if you're acting like an absolute imbecile, in front of our children who are also looking at you as a role model, you are, and you're not being presidential by any means with your name calling and being silly like that. I, do, I can't respect that. It's a matter of respect for me. And, and look at, so let's look at behavior on the other end. So the, there's definitely like the role model for kids thing, which I get and hundred percent agree. There's also the yeah. role model for adults of like, wear your mask, Absolutely. Wear your mask. Like it's, it's okay. It's just a piece of cloth. You look right. like you look like everybody else in the planet when you wear a mask, right? Mm-hmm. And but he cannot do that because he needs to be this, you know. And so there's and again, they're going to see this big giant anti-mask push now because of what they did, right? Like everybody now, they're the only to their benefit. It was outdoor, but still, there's going to be repercussions from that. And well, there is going to be repercussions to because you know they're all out there indoors. shaking hands and talking yeah. to each other closely. Oh. And I mean, come it's on. Just got it. Like so predictable. So, yeah. It's definitely going to happen. But I think, but, you know, but every kudos time to I your look friend. at them. I think that's awesome. I think more of those, more of, more of the, you know, the Republicans getting together, like you guys kind of saying, hey, we're still Republican and we're voting Trump. And here's why. Right. And getting out there talking to others about it is good because and because okay there will be some trumplicans who just you, you, that that it'll it'll the trumplicans now but they're but they can be saved you right. know like there are some that are just not they're they're gone but and that and that's again extremes on both sides right so so democrats Absolutely. and republicans both have those but there are and other I, and, ones and, and I, caught again, up in the fray who will who will say okay i get your point right and again i don't feel strongly that just because you're a republican you should vote hundred percent Republican yep. because there has to have balance on both sides. Yeah. That's when we were, we are the best as a society is when we have Absolutely. a little of this and a little of that. And we Which is why you need to do like, your homework. Right. You need yep. to know what these people are really standing for. Don't listen to what somebody else said. Find yep. it out for yourself. That is the number one key. Yep. I totally agree. All right. Well, with that, anything else that you would like to cover at this point? No. You know, I felt like there was an awful lot, and yet, you know, at the same time, there wasn't. Because I did feel like with the Republican convention that nothing new was being said. Between the two, between the DNC and the Republican convention, who would you – if you had to pick a winner, which one? Oh, definitely Democrat. Yeah. I felt they were much more uplifting, much more patriotic. Yep. They had um, better production. They planned it better. They thought it through yeah. better. They they considered yeah. the environment better that they were in. Right. Um, I did know, not it, particularly it care at all for the Republican. 
the way it was handled. I just felt like they just got a bunch of people up there to say, oh, yeah, we all like Trump. So I like Trump. So you should vote for Trump. <laughs> you know, and I was like, OK, well, that's not it's, telling me. Anything. Honestly, is there a platform? Like, that's the sad part is like, that's that's like their legally produced platform is whatever mm-hmm. Trump wants, Trump gets. Vote and Trump. I thought it was interesting just in oh listening to these people as I'm watching them. And of course, I didn't know who a lot of these people were that they were picking to have, you know, support him. But, you know, it was almost like they were rehearsed what they were saying. Everything was rehearsed. Yeah. Well, yes. But I, I would I would say, honestly, the DNC's reversed, rehearsed too, right? Like, I'm sure they made. Yeah, but I just you know. felt like, I don't know, like somebody else wrote it for them. Yeah, but again, I would say that same thing happened on the DNC. What you're hearing is apathetic energy and delivery because it's the same stuff. Mm-hmm. That's why you're hearing it as like this rehearsed line because that's it's what it is. I think it's the same stuff, heard, nothing new. Exactly right. Whereas the DNC yeah. also, people they have speechwriters, they practice, they rehearse, they probably taped it a couple times, but you heard new and different and and energy there. Whereas right. Republicans are, you know, again, this Trump Trumplican thing is just more of the same. And it's like, yeah. And now to the point where they're saying, if you vote for us, you will, we will fix, we, we will make America great again, again. And uh, you will not get all the stuff you currently have, though. If you vote for Biden, you will get the thing that you kind of, we've already done. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's just this weird confusion. But again, Trumplicans didn't hear any of that. They heard mm-hmm. wall. Good immigration, bad vote Trump, economy mm-hmm. good, right? And d- 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 aren't going to question any of that. So again, those Trumplicans that are out there, that they're not listening to the show, right? And mm-hmm. we all know who they are when you when you talk to them. Uh, but the rest who are out there, who you know, just got caught up in the party, which I get, I get that tendency to get caught up in everything. Yeah, just to kind of poke your head out and be like, mm, are we all kind of running off a cliff here? Like maybe. Yeah. And there's a lot of Republicans starting to do that. Including mm-hmm. your friend, which is awesome. I love hearing how, like, you know, it's not just the the headline Republicans that are doing that. It's you know people in the street doing that. Mm-hmm. So the suburban housewife, as Trump loves to call them, so, <laughs> talk about that. Yeah, yeah, to me, that's like belittling. It really is. It? I just you don't know? get it when he's like the suburban housewife. Like he's like, okay, this is, but he made that really. They're just so in love with right? you. I don't think yeah. so. Yeah, suburban. He's in love cause, with himself cause, too much. Because remember, if you if you vote Biden, then the suburb the you know, suburban uh, there's gonna be this infestation, and the suburbs are going away, and it's just gonna be like I don't know. No I don't know where he's no getting some of his stuff. He doesn't get any of it from anywhere. He just literally pops in his head and he says it, and then everybody repeats it. Trumplicans mm-hmm. repeat it. Um, but now people are starting to go like, maybe it's okay to question this guy. Like, finally, people are giving themselves permission to just call a spade a spade and be like, oh, right. this is not right. You know, like for you know, the great ex- it was an experiment, and I'm all for experiments. Like, I'm glad we did it as a country because we got out of our system and went, okay, you know, no, we know now, we mm-hmm. cannot do this again. And you know, we're just right. so happy more than the Democrats because the Democrats, I don't think, are going to be a problem. Right? They're they're going to be energized. They're going to do their thing. Hopefully, the progressives. They, the only thing Democrats have to do is clamp down on this protest stuff. Mm-hmm. The messaging better around that, and not hand that over to the to the Trumplicans. Mm-hmm. Um, but then continuing the Republicans out there, the real Republicans helping with with Biden bring this thing back for their own sake is is also super super cool. I love that that and we're mm-hmm. to see that. We've been talking about that for months. That that was what needed to happen, and it is happening, which is you know energizing for me. So absolutely, hopefully, hopefully that continues. And of course, with every single week, 
a new adventure ensues. So now we'll start to move into a little Indeed more details. Indeed it does. We're going to hit details from, you know, what people's tax plans are. We've already seen that stuff. We'll see what goes on with the, you know, messaging of the different platforms and who, who really wins a couple of weeks after the convention is kind of, you know, what the messaging is still. Um, and then uh, we'll be moving into September now, which is a debate season. Yes, I can't so wait for that. You start to see that, uh, which will be, yeah, <laughs> a whole new adventure. Well, so, you know, I thought it was really interesting. Did you see where Pelosi is really pushing for Biden not to debate with Trump? I mean, honestly, why? Because it's it's working. Like his thing is working right now. <laughs> so I get it. <laughs> like to some you extent, know, it's like, you know, but he has to. There's no way he can't. Because otherwise they'll take Oh, no. And that's what I said. I was like, well, you know what? That's been going on forever. So that's not going to stop. Yeah, that's not going to stop stop it. Yeah, they're not going to stop that. But I I get her point where she's like, this is kind of working. Like, you know, he basically he's still ahead of Trump and he's been doing it from his basement all this time. Yeah. Because Trump is just, you know, his own worst enemy. Um, But, you know. This, this, we're going to see what happens with the base. We're going to see what, you know, if, if the order doesn't come in the cities, you know, and they keep protests keep happening like this and they, they, the, the Democrats specifically cannot get their messaging right around it. They're going to, they're going to be painted and uh, kind of rightly so because they're not, they're just, they just need to pick this thing up. They not just stare at him, they have to pick it up and do something with it. If they don't pick up the order issue and say, we are on the side of order and really hammer that message home then right. they will give it to the Trumplicans and they will mm-hmm. absolutely talk about how riots are happening in the streets and it's not our fault. Blah, blah, blah. But again, that's still failure of leadership at the top level. So right. because Trump doesn't, isn't interested in helping a Democrat city look better because he doesn't see it as an American city. He sees it as a Democrat city. Right. That's a shame. So we need a president who sees Americans as Americans and not as Democrats versus Republicans. Trump's not mm-hmm. that guy. He will always see Democrats or Republicans, technically Trumplicans now. So all right. Um, so with that, I guess we can go ahead and bring this one to a close and we will see what ensues over the next coming weeks, of course, um, as we continue Politics with Mom. By the way, we did a horrible job of telling everybody about Politics oh, with Mom. Oh, we did. We so did. That was, that, was, that was your job. Normally, It my was, job and I messed that one up. Job. See how hard it is now? This is why I didn't do it for months. It's really you know, we just We just get too carried away we getting do. into the, the guts of things, you know, <laughs> so do. to speak. So with that, go ahead and take us home. Take us out. Yes, please find us on Politics with Mom. We are politicswithmom at gmail.com. We, you can find us on YouTube, Politics with Mom, and uh, at politicswithmomgmail.com. No, it's close. Did I get we, that right? You no. already had that one. That's okay. Uh, okay. So we, we, we got, we got, we got <laughs> this is why we practice. So oh, we yeah, got, yeah. We got politicswithmom at gmail.com. Right. politicswithmom.com, which goes to the That's YouTube channel. So that goes to our YouTube channel, which you could also just search for Politics with Mom and find us on YouTube, which is where most people yes. are doing. And then we have, uh, you know, obviously Twitter. the podcast you're downloading, subscribe to products. And Twitter, which is what? Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Politics with Mom. At Politics with Mom, exactly. Done. Right. All, All right. right. Nicely done. <laughs> but with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. I still love you, Mom. I love you too, son. You have a great week. You as well. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye.